All right. So we're back with another podcast. Uh, like the last podcast, we are back with Curry. As interesting as that conversation was, I'll probably get killed for saying this, but he's actually a secret agent. No, not quite a secret agent. Anyway. <laughs> Which so means most this is definitely. the Sasquatch. <laughs> and the Yeti. And we're here again with our buddy, uh, Curry. And I am happy to be back. Listen, so, I told you guys last time, I love listening to y'all. I've listened to every word you said on these podcasts, and so I'm happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Well, we're we're happy that you subject yourself to uh, yeah. hours of... <laughs> and we'll see what it sounds like. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, for the last 18 years, you have been a... Um, a border agent, let's put it that way. All right, so uh, our buddy is a border agent. His job is to murder anyone <laughs> who who even dares to look at the border. Negative. Negative. No, I think they're reading minds now, so we... if you're even thinking about it. Look out. Yeah. He's in that next generation stuff, too. He's probably running like laser drones. <laughs> no. Some of our guys do, but anyway. <laughs> Not laser drones, but drones. Yeah. <laughs> Lasers will be a whole lot cooler. Okay. So um, we thought this would be an interesting uh, topic because you're active in your church and uh, in discipling. We covered that last time. But... You also work a uh, a regular job. I work at an international airport. International airport. And you're the guy with the German Shepherd. No. That, they, I just we can't, do have guys I just can't do pin that. this guy down at all. We know? do have guys do that. Those are called canine agents. All they I know is you say. outrank the game warden. So I love going hunting with you. <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> That's not, right. Not really, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> game warden walks up to us with his green britches i'm like look that's a yes sir no sir to this fella you, <laughs> you just turn around and go back to yellow old truck well folks sasquatch is wrong again <laughs> and, and, and and this is why you don't know my real name <laughs> exactly okay so the reason we bring this up is because the last the last little while the supreme court has made some rulings yep. that have kind of been unexpected i guess they were unexpected and <clears throat> affect your job uh not so much my job because i'm at the uh, actual border uh we're talking of course about the daca right yes the dream what was it what was it called dreamers I forgot. You want to? Yeti, you want to? I don't know. I can remember what it is. But anyway, it affects the ones who came that were bought into the U.S. Uh, with their parents. They were a lot younger, mm-hmm. but their parents came in illegally, and they came in illegally. Yeah. With the parents, but of no fault of their own. Let me ask you a question. Deferred action for childhood arrivals. That's what it is. There you go. If if a, if a, if an illegal immigrant comes and they make it past the border mm-hmm. right and now they're in here and they have a two-year-old with them you can't with, immediately turn them back around absolutely you can yeah. if, if you catch them at the border yeah. I'm, I'm talking about past the border uh 
then there's they've made it no well it's according uh on the southwest border which is of course texas oak uh arizona new mexico and california Uh there's a 25 mile buffer if you catch them within those 25 miles yeah you can turn them around right there okay so then another couple with a Mm two-year-old get busted in that 25 miles you turn them away you can turn them away and the difference is that's just what congress has set up yeah it's like it's arbitrary. It's the effectual, what is it, what's the exact term that they use? Uh, in other words, it's like within the border is 25 miles in, on just on the southwest border. Okay. So if you catch them there, you can turn around unless they ask for asylum. And we're one of the few countries in the world that if they come and ask for a political asylum, mm-hmm. if they're being persecuted, Politically, religiously, or whatever. Or if they just ask for asylum, we yeah. have to set them up as seeing an asylum aid uh, officer. Now, is that for Mexico? <clears throat> That's for anybody citizens? in the world. Anybody. Anybody in the world that makes it to our border and asks okay. for asylum. The reason I ask is I, I heard um, if you are a refugee, uh-huh. it, it basically has to be the country next that's neighboring you. So, well, now, so that would so we would uh, we would offer refugee status to maybe uh, a Mexican. But not a Honduran. See, all that's changing too. Our beloved leader, Mr. Trump. Uh-huh. <laughs> I just joking about that. In but Spanish, anyway, we call him El Presidente. El Presidente. <laughs> he he's he's made a few changes by executive order. Uh huh. That's on the border right now, and uh, all these the big rush we had last year or so. Yeah. That's of course nothing now because of the COVID. Um, he set it up where they, if you want to ask for asylum, fine, go back to Mexico. There's camps. Mexico, first time I believe ever, is uh-huh. allowing them to sit there while we, they wait for us to call them up to have their uh, asylum interview. Well, that, that, that sounds reasonable. I, I mean, it is because I, I, I'm telling you, I, I'm, this is one of my, when it comes to political issues, this is one of my more ignorant areas. Yeah. And so let, let me make I was it, a little nervous to even that have this on the podcast right. because I am so ignorant in it. I don't want to, but considering that, you know, you work in the field, I I felt like it was okay. Um, Can I make a disclaimer first? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am not speaking officially for the organization I work with. I cannot. Okay. So you don't even know who I work <clears throat> with, but yeah, in yeah, case yeah. someone out there figures it out, I am not speaking officially. I'm just giving my opinions. Okay. There you go. Okay. <clears throat> so there again, that sounds reasonable. Yes. That that you would you would you would put somebody in a now are these camps safe? They're saying that there can be sketchy. Yeah, I, H- I here's imagine. the issue. Here's the issue. The vast majority that are coming up from Honduras and Guatemala, uh-huh. they have a lot of issues there because there's a lot of drugs and gangs that are that it's it's a problem. Right yeah. Now. So if they can get up here, if they can prove that they're being persecuted. Then, yeah, we'll give them. We are a very accepting country. We will allow them to come in. We'll make them a green green card holder within a certain amount of time. But the vast majority is, from what I've seen, my opinion, they just come in because there's good jobs here and they get paid a lot more money. Well, that's that's not a legitimate reason to come. Now, now, Hmm. let's say this, okay? I'm going to play devil's advocate a little bit because I am ignorant. To come to America... 
because not America, 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 come America, <laughs> because there's better opportunity. Exactly. That seems like a a worthwhile. Of course ambition. it is, and, and and especially when you talk about some of these countries where they come from, yeah. they've got nothing. They can make here in a day what they would make in a month there. That's crazy. That and is so crazy. they come up, and, and and here's the big brouhaha. Yeah. I'm looking at right now fields of corn, uh-huh. and down the road here might be tobacco. Who's going to pick it? Yeah. My generation was the last generation that was out in the field, Americans out in the field doing that. Now, see, I disagree with that to a certain extent, <clears throat> and this is why. <clears throat> you got a farmer. There ain't nobody to work for him. He'll find somebody. Yeah. Necessity, necessity, uh, what it was, necessity is the mother of it, uh, uh, invention. So there, there, there's a solution there. Now, yeah. right now, the current solution is uh, immigration. Of course. But that being said, we also have to protect ourselves as a country. Of course. Correct? From over, I don't know if overpopulation is the right word because I don't, I don't, I don't want to. I don't want to give into like the green movement with the overpopulation, but but right. we have certain um, infrastructure, infrastructure, and if you flood that infrastructure, we're hospitals not going to, be able to to sustain hospitals, for example. Yeah. If you go into a hospital and you're from another country and you don't have the money, you don't pay. Yeah, who's paying that? Yeah, the taxpayer is here. Yeah. Right. And 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 uh, and another thing that happens a lot of times too, and we're one of the few countries, civilized countries in the world that actually happens. You here, even if you're here illegally, you have a child here. That child's a U.S. citizen. Yeah. Period. Yeah. I've and heard that's of, trying to change. I've heard of pregnant women, of course, getting over the border just in time to have a child of because they're not going to be rejected. Well, they can be absolutely, and they should be absolutely in we the middle of labor, them. huh? In the middle of labor. No, in the middle of labor, no. We're going to be humanitarians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to help. Matter of fact, well, I've got buddies on the border that have delivered babies. And then that baby's a citizen. Uh, if he's on this side of the border, absolutely. Yeah. Down there in South Florida where we are, one of the big things is the, the Russians will come when they're only like three months pregnant and not really showing. Uh-huh. And they've got places down there where they will – you pay a huge fee – but they'll put you up, they'll take you to the hospital, deliver the baby because they want an American baby. Okay, so that being said, we, we primarily think of illegal immigration in in the Hispanic, south of the border population. But you're saying that, that they're not the only ones who, who, who oh, do this kind no. of thing. I've sent back hundreds of people. Um, primarily because of where I am, it's uh-huh. the, the, the South American countries that are coming in. Yeah. But yeah, I've sent back Russians and Turk, people from Turkey, Haitians, all, you know, from everywhere. New York. Oh, they're. You, you think they would be more. They are. Eastern European. They, and, and, uh, and Middle Eastern. Middle Eastern. Okay. Absolutely. They yeah. Get, we, I think we only get where I work one or two Middle Eastern flights. I got you. <clears throat> hmm. So. We want to, as Christians, yeah, be as humane and Christ-like as possible. That being said, giving candy your child may hush your child up, and it feels good to do something nice for them, but ultimately is not good for them, right? Right. Is that where we are with immigration 
to a certain extent, we want to be where we're a country that wants to help people out. But sometimes because we live in such a touchy feely uh, culture that we're really we're really going to the point to where we are doing more harm mm-hmm. to ourselves and the, the people who are coming over if they don't you know I mean for example like coyotes you know I hear about coyotes um, taking advantage of people the women are and, and I don't know how much truth there is to this right to what to, the to, to what I'm about to say the coyotes the rape that occurs Absolutely. at the border the people smuggling in drugs in their body yep. type of stuff. I mean, I mean, because they know that we are so sympathetic to people to the point where we're doing harm to the, the immigrants who are trying to get over here because we don't have a firm system in Let place. Let me tell you what we're dealing with a lot is, uh, especially down where I'm at, is sex trafficking. These girls are coming over and they are being sold a bill of goods and they come and they... We have, matter of fact, where I work, they started the first sex trafficking, human trafficking unit, it's called. And they deal with prostitutes from all over the world. And they're high-end prostitutes, a lot of them, but some of them are just kids. Yeah. Not, they don't, we don't usually deal with minors. Yeah. Minors, anyone is 17 and younger. But they're, some of them are just over 18, 19 years old coming over to make a lot of money. But a lot of it goes back to their pimp. Yeah, and they're coming in, and it's sad to see. Sometimes I deal with girls like that who are my kids' age, and it just breaks my heart. Mm-hmm. But they're coming in, and they make the money. The money, mm-hmm. love of money, is the root of all kinds of evil. Paul said, and that we can see it at the border. So, I guess what I'm asking is: Is it Christian to just have a free for all at the border? Well, it's according to uh, that's the big debate, right? Um, nowadays, we're being called racist for because we don't want to let everybody in. But see, that that goes back to the left. I, I'm telling you, the left are geniuses. Yeah. For example, they say defund the police. Yeah. Right. Then I look on Facebook and they say defund the police does not mean defund the police. It means to fund the police. What? Yeah. Exactly. Um. Black Lives Matter, right? Just that statement. Who would say different, right? Right. But then when you say, okay, yes, Black Lives Matter, so do all lives. Well, now you're racist. Yeah, yeah. Right? They know how to label and term things so that drink dreamers, right? Who wants to squash somebody's dreams? Yeah. Nobody. And I'm on the fence with that, with the DACA thing, because these kids were bought over, some, some of them two and three years old, and they have... This is all they've ever known. Yeah. This and that's the big debate, right? Yeah. This is all they've ever known. And now they're 18, 19, 20 years old. What are we going to do? Send them back to where they can they they would be like me or you yeah. having mm-hmm. to go to Saudi Arabia or something and live. And so we want to be humanitarian, but Romans 13 is what it is yeah. when it talks about honoring the the, the powers that be. Yeah. God has put them there for a reason, and laws are there for a reason. Now, I, I go back, when we're talking about Romans uh, 13, in my mind, uh, ultimately, that stops at the Constitution. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I, I don't, because we don't have a king. Right. Um, we don't have to honor men who are anti-constitutional. So if you have a president who's just 
who's just unsacrimoniously destroying the 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 Constitution. Right. I don't have to listen to that guy. I mean, biblically. I mean that that that's a that's a that's a point of view that's not popular. Um, it, it may it may favor my rebellious nature, but um, much like the Bible, I believe that in our country the Constitution has yeah. the ultimate governing authority. Just like in my life, the Bible. If the Constitution was anti-biblical, I wouldn't support it. Right. Um, but but it has the Bible has <laughs> ultimate authority. But the the as far as our government's concerned, the Constitution has ultimate right. authority. Well, and we are a nation of laws. Yeah. And the law says you come to the border without the proper documentation and without the right reason, um, then you're not allowed to come in. Yeah. You have to go back. And unless you have a legitimate persecution or whatever going on that you want asylum, and we will give you asylum. Am I, is my understanding correct whenever I hear that we have one of, one of if not the most lenient border policy of any other country. I, I, you know, I would have to see what other border policy as far as trying to come in. When you think of, for instance, Europe, yeah. no, they're very liberal as far as who can come and go. But like we was ta- talking about a while ago, someone who can just come across the border and be born here and they're married, U.S. citizens automatically. Yeah. A lot of countries don't if have I go to If I go to France and have a kid in France. Uh, kid, well, I'm not sure about France. Know. They're okay. pretty liberal. Okay. Um, but I do know, like Switzerland, for instance, it's yeah. very, very difficult. Even you have to go jump through all kinds of hoops. Because, and why is that? Because they want to protect their national identity. Yeah. yeah. But the difference here in this country is we are a nation of immigrants as well. Well, and I, I think the biggest difference between our country and most <clears throat> countries is, this is going to sound funny considering today's times, but ultimately our culture is based off of a of a culture, not of a race. Yeah. So, like, a lot of countries are divided up by race in uh-huh. the sense of, you know, uh, certain skin colors, that kind of thing. And that's who's in that country, right? A lot where, of places, where We've yes. never been that way. No. We've never been that way. And and because of that, our, our culture has been based off of a creed. And that, that's constitutionalism. That's um, People don't understand. We are a republic. We're not a democracy. Mm. If we were a democracy, we, we'd vote on everything. We you wouldn't need Congress. We're a republic because we vote on congressmen to then make laws. We don't get to vote on every single law. Mm. There is a, a culture of freedom, a culture of self-reliance. Right. Um and if you want to know how we feel on self-reliance, we have a podcast on that that kind of goes deeper into that so you don't think that we're all over here talking about, God doesn't do it, I do it, because that's not the case. Right. But it, it is, we have a culture that's not based off of what skin color you are or even where you're from. Well, we but don't we hear that do, nowadays. But I know it. That's why I said it. It sounds funny coming from yeah. the time that we're in. That being said, we have a culture that is based off of Freedom and self uh-huh. self self reliance. Here, here, here's the big issue too. A lot of self responsibility. Exactly, self responsibility, and that's a good point. Here's the thing. I think this is the big debate. People come in. We are more than happy. We always have been more than happy for them to come in, as long as they assimilate. Exactly. Assimilate. Learn our language. Respect our flag. 
become a citizen, vote, yeah. pay your taxes, work. Don't come in just to see what you can get. Come in well, to become see- a citizen in all the aspects. Don't just get the, the paperwork, but exactly. live it. Exactly. And if you do that as a as a whole, we as a nation will accept you. That's right. But but there's Look, a difference between that, left and right right now. If it, say we made a number, say say seven billion people is what we can have in America. I don't I don't know numbers. Right. I'm, I'm just making something. That's up what we have man. in the world right now. But go ahead. Yeah yeah. So say we have one billion people <laughs> here um, in the United States, and say we're drawing a line there, right? And there's people coming in. You know, there's a part of me that goes. Oh, you want to be an American? You really want to be American? Well, come on in. We'll kick out this guy here who was raised here, but ain't but but wants to uh, institutionalize socialism. <laughs> right, right. I mean, that, that, that's ridiculous. It's over the top. But there is a part of me that would rather have a hardworking immigrant who wanted to be free, who wanted to live in a country where he has opportunities and knows how to take them, versus a white guy. Or a black guy who's been here for multiple generations and is sitting there going, "Oh man, the, the system's against me, man." Yeah, you know? exactly. And, and I, I trade them two dudes out now, and, and that's the big debate in our country right now, right? And 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 the very fact that if you say you need to come and assimilate, racist, racist, mm-hmm. racist. Why does he have to assimilate? Why can't he? And that's the big. And that's the dividing point, I think, between the right and the left right now. Yeah. Is that they, you know, the, as far as they're concerned, take over U.S. and let it become something else. Yeah. The right says, no, come in and assimilate. So if you come in legally at the border, by the way, at the border, we have far more. It's probably 95 or I think the number is a percent or higher that actually come in legally. Yeah. Because at the border also we have responsibility because that's a lot of money coming in. Yeah. All these people want to come to Orlando and and do all these different things. They bring in tens, hundreds of billions of dollars a year. Yeah. Um, and so we that's the twofold thing that we do at the border. We make sure the the right ones come in so they can help our economy and enjoy themselves while they're here. Or special work visas that come in. Do me, do me a favor. Clarify the right ones. The ones that come in legally. Okay. And by the way, <laughs> our constant, our the Immigration Naturalization Act, which is what we use on the border. The word that is used is alien. Mm-hmm. You are an illegal alien. Yeah. It's not an immigrant. So, so for some of. Uh... People in our audience who are more like me, they don't mean space people. Exactly. <laughs> and, and and dang it. And we have a lot of authority at the border to come in. Um, and we can go through and we catch a lot of drugs there too, because we can go through your bag without your permission. Yeah. And that's mandated by Congress. And uh, a lot of money trying to come through, money laundering. There's a yeah. lot of things going on at the border. There, there's, and when we think legal or illegal alien or immigrant, the the idea I think is someone who is trying to sneak in here to live off of our system. Exactly. But the truth is, part of that go back to what you just said is people who are just trying to do illegal activity mm-hmm. in our country, in the sense of uh, smuggling drugs exactly. or laundering money. That is the big what we do at the border. When you say illegal. 
You either are coming in with a visa. You're supposed to come in as a tourist. Uh huh. You have a tourist visa, but you're coming in to work. That's illegal. Gotcha. You can't do that. You got to have a special visa. To come There's in a work. guy named Pogo. He's from Australia. Pogo. Yeah, yeah. He does. He does weird music. He's stuff. got a stick. It's a. It's a. Homeboy got kicked out of America. Uh uh-uh. uh Because he Pogo. he 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 decided he was going to come in and uh. He 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 did a he he missed he didn't do the paperwork right basically, uh-huh. and he came over here and he did some concerts. Yeah, and he got kicked out and was like, "You can't come back for I forgot how long he said, but you can't mm-hmm. come back. Why? Because he said he was visiting or vacation or whatever, and he was here and working. He, and he and he, but he wasn't thinking in his brain. I'm here to go. It wasn't like he did a tour. No, and, but and, and he got but he he. he he did a concert and he got paid right? and he got paid That's and illegal and, 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 and he, we they would have gladly given him a special visa people like that yeah. they come over on special work like uh all these celebrities like these yeah. baseball players that come from Dominican Republic uh-huh. and Cuba they come over on what's called an athlete athletic visa or professional yeah. visa Come on in. I think this cat just made a dumb mistake. He did. Listening to him. Now, I, don't think I guarantee he was trying you, to be... if he's famous as as you say he is, he could probably go to his embassy. Our no, embassy. I don't think he's that famous. I think, well, I think he, I, he could probably a get a visa but, to come in. Yeah. He is now that this show's mentioned. That's right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, by the way, you said a milestone was passed the other day, right? So, we have hit a milestone on the show that we are really excited about. We have looked at our numbers and stats and come to find out we have had over 1,000 listens. So we want to give a shout out to everyone who's and listened to the show. you also came out with a name for our followers. Uh-oh. Yeah, I did. They are, we are now referring to all of our followers now that and we listeners have a thousand listens. as the Bigfoot Pack. So here's a shout all out right. to the Bigfoot Pack. Bigfoot Pack. Awesome. Oh, we're not stopping there. That's a thousand, man. That is awesome. We are some excited big feet. (laughs) And I am excited to be a part of that big announcement. All right. So, do you remember where you were? We were talking about Pogo. Yeah. And him getting kicked out. Yeah. And uh, then then we talked about the... The thousand listens, which we wanted that we were excited to give that a shout out. So now that we have, how has working in immigration is that is that that's proper right. terminology? That's, that's okay. a good terminology. How has working in immigration challenged or affected your worldview as a whole? The worldview, mm-hmm. it hasn't. <clears throat> okay, it hasn't affected my worldview, but it has been a challenge at times. Because, in, especially when I was up up here working in the church where we were, if y'all remember, we tried to start a Hispanic ministry. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I was translating the sermons. Uh, and one of my things, and I was advised, as a matter of fact, by my organization, that I should stay away from that because I could come in contact with people here that are here illegally. Yeah. yeah. And... Mm. <clears throat> and I was basically told that he would do well in paper, they told, he would do well to consider this and stay away from it. Gotcha. But, hey, the gospel needs to be preached. And uh, I just took it, uh, just decided that, you know what, if they're here, I don't ask any questions about their 
status. Yeah. I just talked to him about Jesus. Uh, try to disciple. It was like the military. Yeah, I get <laughs> don't ask, don't tell. That's exactly the approach I'll take. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, the church where I'm at now, we don't have anything like that. But um, well, let me ask you a question. And, and this is a hypothetical. And maybe I shouldn't ask and you might not be able to answer. To protect a church member or do your job mm-hmm. as your vocation. If you were put in that position where you had to pick one or the other. What do you mean protect? In other words, you know that this guy. I have, of all the people I've dealt with in the past, I've only had an inkling of one person that I thought was here illegal. And that's because of something they said one day. But I didn't pursue it, and I don't. Yeah. That's, if they're here, um, uh, I just, you know, they need Jesus. So that's, that's, right. that's the that's the approach I'm taking. Yeah. So, but at the border, you come in and that's the, and then you, you try to be as Christ-like as you can when you're dealing with them. But sometimes, like for instance, one, I had an Israeli one day come in and just called me outright sim, uh, anti-Semite because I was trying to send yeah. him back. You know, that that's really? just, oh yeah. Oh my. And that's I said, a totally different issue. It, <clears throat> you, you weren't acting on your in, anti-Semite tendencies at that moment no, you're just not. doing your job i was doing my job and <laughs> I, I mean this guy who worships a jew you know i mean why would he well yeah and i and i just, <laughs> it was taken back at it and i've also been called homophobic at yeah. on the border because i was dealing with a guy it had nothing to do with his sexual preference it had yeah. to do that he was here illegally trying yeah. to send him back and he wanted to make sure that i knew he was homosexual that's hilarious um, I don't have any papers. Uh, I shouldn't be here. Uh, I'm busting we're, the law. We're gonna, have to, we're gonna have to turn you around, sir. It's because I'm gay, isn't and it? That's exactly what he said. Yeah. So how did I so, know you were gay? I, well, well, now that he he wanted to make sure because questions I was asking, he said, "Well, my partner, my boyfriend, and he was male." I got so, you. So and then anyway, he ended up going back. Yeah. So. We don't have any homosexuals in America, sir. You're going to have to turn around. <laughs> no, that's, that was not said that day. Sure, it wasn't said that day. You anti-Semite. <laughs> yeah, that was a new one for me when he told me. Well, that. I mean, wow. People got to think. I mean, I mean. Going back, I'm clearly breaking a law. It's because you don't like me for who I am. No, it's because you're breaking a law. What, what's so hard to understand about well, that? Well, the thing is, until you're dealing with unbelievers, so they yeah. don't care. They just want to come in. Well, you know, it goes back to uh, in Atlanta, right? That cop that shot the, yeah. uh, the the guy that was fighting. Uh-huh. And, and you know, he, he, was, he was legitimately fighting him. Uh, they went to go handcuff him. Uh-huh. Had him on the ground. He, drunk, drunk now, beats them up, takes one of their tasers, starts to run away, turns around, points the taser at the policeman. That's when the policeman shoots. Wise call, poor call, that's besides the point. The idea that that occurred because he was black instead of because he turned around and pointed the taser at the policeman is ridiculous. Now, what, what, and this is a little bit, it's going along with what we're talking about. People wanting to to yeah. to shift the blame, right? Yeah. And it's amazing to me to watch people shift blame uh-huh. when it's obvious. I, I now there again, you could say this policeman did not act in accord, accordingly. That's fine. I don't. I don't know. Um, but 
to shift the blame to say because of racism. Yeah. And the church <clears throat> is doing that. The church is doing that in your field. The ch- there are members of the church calling you a racist because of your job position. No, and, I haven't had anybody in the church call me that. Maybe. Well, I'm not saying your personal church. But in I'm general, yeah, in absolutely. General. And, and, yeah. and what gets me about all that is that they are now making a judgment call on... They are breaking the ninth commandment about slandering your yeah. neighbor. They're making a judgment call my character. Yeah, yeah. And and, and you're a Christ follower, a good it's one. Just it's just that's the culture we're in right now. Yeah. So and and it's it is very toxic. I'm going to call you right. Oh, he used the toxic words <laughs> because it's just I don't know where we're going in this country. I tell you, it's sad, sad to watch where we are right now. But hey, um, Jesus. Coming back soon, I hope. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get him. Get what's, what's him. What's he going to say? Oh, you just wait. Uh-oh. You don't want him to come back? <laughs> I mean, is that is that the issue? No, 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 no. I've, I've, I've been uh, studying eschatology. Uh-oh. Eschatology. And. Uh-oh is right. I'm basically picking on Yeti. Uh-huh. But, Why y'all been going at it? You neither no, work no, no, with no, no, him no. nor are his brother-in-law. Are you, <laughs> you guys been going at it? No, 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 no. Are you so, not a dis? Uh, are you not uh, millennials now? Or no, I am not an millennial. That's that's unbiblical. Post-millennialism, on the other hand, there's a lot of guys that are going, has, especially the Reformed theology, has a biblical standing, and a lot of guys I'm are trying going to understand. Uh, Johnny Mac to, would say you are incorrect. <laughs> there are other people who would say he I, is. Yeah, I know. I think Piper's one of them, isn't he? And others? Uh, I don't I'm know. Not sure. Wilson is. Yeah. Um, anyways, <clears throat> how'd we go they're, from they're, illegal immigrants to. Well, we were talking about Jesus returning. Okay. 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 Jesus returning. <laughs> and, um, is that a big conversation you guys have? Now, I will say this. Can, I'll say this. And, and, and um, maybe the reasons I find post millennialism. We, if we're going over people's heads with the terminology, yeah, don't, don't yeah, worry about that. We just lost how many yeah, followers here. <laughs> but but the, the one thing that I like about it is it's very optimistic. And it's very, uh, Jesus is going to conquer the world uh-huh. using his church. Versus, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Versus uh, <clears throat> premillennialism, which is very, uh, the church is here to survive. Until right. Christ returns, I see what you're saying. Yeah. In other words, for so, you, there's no, there's no rapture. That that's not what I'm saying. I am, I am pre-millennial. He, oh, he's I just flirting with postmen. Uh, well, so, hey, yeah, yeah. There's I'm a lot of guys out there that reform theology. That's that's there. Yeah. I, I was surprised when I just recently been seeing it. There's a lot of guys, going and they've there. got biblical. They've got they, biblical they do. standing. Like I said, all millennial. So people may hate this when I say it, but. I don't find it biblical at all. No, post millennialism has 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 something to say. Um, they could be wrong. I, I, I and I. So you're studying point, it. I think what they you're are. saying? Yeah, I'm, that's I'm, a good, I'm trying to find a, out where I am. That's a great eschatology is a great field to study, but it's so difficult. Whenever yeah. I turn on my version of the news, i.e., Facebook, I'll show him different <laughs> articles and go, "Hey." You still post meal? Look at this. <laughs> so, so when you said so when you said that whole thing about Jesus returning, I just look. You, you, you guys ain't never seen heard that song. Jesus is coming soon. 
Because that's what I base my theology on. <laughs> Old Southern gospel songs. That's exactly what it is, too. We were raised around here, of course. <laughs> so anyway. Have you ever heard that song? I'm working on a building. <laughs> you just wait. You will. There's that song, too. And I think this song's post-millennial that says, uh, uh-huh. and, it, and one of the reasons we don't sing it is because it is post-millennial. Uh, These are the days of Elijah. Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So anyway, from uh, the rapture back to an illegal alien. Uh, if they're saved, they'll be raptured too. That's right. <laughs> Full That's circle. That's right. Let me tell you, I've been able to, some guys that come in that I'm setting up to, to send them back home, I've been able to talk about the gospel a few of them. So. How does your uh, overlords feel about that? Oh, they don't care. They don't care. Okay. No, as long as I'm not. Uh, I've, I've had a lot of guys ask me, why don't you become a chaplain? Because chaplaincy is a big deal in their organization. Yeah. And I told one guy the other day, I said, because I, as a chaplain with the U.S. government, would not be able to give them what they really need. Yeah, you wouldn't be able to hold to a uh, particular doctrine. But another guy told me the other day, and he's Jewish, he told me he's a chaplain. He said, you know what? I disagree with that. You have a guy, first thing I do is, what religion are you? And he said, if I find out you're a Roman Catholic, I'm going to refer you to a Roman Catholic priest. If I find out you're a, a, a evangelical, I'm going to refer. So you there's to some you. there's some leeway there. Some leeway so room. Hmm. anyway, yeah, so that was surprising. My next question is: How many Mexicans have you killed? <laughs> Zero. My daughter is Mexican. <laughs> you can't see it. I dropped my jaw and yeah, started yeah. looking around. She was born in Mexico when we were living there. Yeah. So does that so make she, her a citizen? Absolutely. She has dual citizenship. So all she has to do is go and. Present her birth certificate, she could get a Mexican passport. Sweet. Wow. And I told her that. Uh, she thinking about missionary work at all? No. Okay. <clears throat> she, um, when she was born back in 1990, she, at the time, she when she turned 18, she was supposed to choose. Yeah. But now, evidently, because so many Mexicans are making it up here to the U.S., <laughs> they're losing all their citizens. Uh, actually, that's not far from the truth. Los Angeles, besides Mexico City, is the largest Population of Mexicans anywhere. Really? In the world. Yeah. Um, now and that's what we failed at our job. But anyway, so extra um, privilege for her. Yeah. So, but now she's it's automatic. And I told her, I said, "Honey, so, listen, so if things they, go south here. I need you to get that, and you request me. We'll go <laughs> I tell you what, your daughter has the ultimate trump card. So when somebody goes, you and your white privilege, she goes. I'm a Mexican. Oh, that's right. I've never I'm thought of that. She could do go. that. Yeah. And when she listens to this, she'll probably maybe think so. Is she listening? I, maybe. I'll I'm get sorry. <laughs> no, he's not. <laughs> um, so, so uh, we are very, what we do at the border, we're so, look, you got cameras everywhere. Yeah. You, you do anything stupid, you're going to get called out. Yeah. And you're going to lose your job. A well, lot of guys think it's just a free-for-all at the border. It's not. We are so regulated that we walk around with guns. Do you yes. think that's a good thing or bad thing, the regulation? Of course, because if not, guys go, the power goes to their head. Yeah. Mm. And um, and all kinds of things can happen. And in the past, it has. Yeah. But we are so regulated as far as how we treat people, who's present when we're doing certain things. It's It's, it's not... They th- we, well, since this same whole thing with the whole anti-police movement has been going on, we've had to walk around with M4s 
in the airport. Is it you're walking in the public area? In the public area because we were threatened. Mm-hmm. They were going to come in and start doing whatever. Wow. So, <clears throat> yeah. Curse sitting out of my house, son. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So, this is another thing I want to bring up. People are complex. And here you've got a guy who for nine years served on the mission field in El Salvador. Who? Now, I, you. Ecuador. Ecuador. I'm sorry. Ecuador. He said who? I'm like, who? <laughs> <laughs> um, has a daughter who was born in Mexico. Uh-huh. Comes to America and does Spanish ministry. Yeah. Works on Border Patrol. But not Border Patrol. Oh, excuse but me. Border, uh, as a border. What did I call it? Immigration. Earlier? Immigration. As, as a man who works immigration, people are automatically going to assume that he is a racist. When the truth is, you've, you've, you've done more to see Hispanics come to Christ. Hopefully. Than, yeah. than, than most of these mega church pastors who are who are just giving in to the to the pressure of society, and 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 we want to judge somebody's heart because of something we don't understand. Yeah, when when you've got somebody who served nine years south of the border, and ever since then has been serving in some <laughs> form or fashion, well. This new church, you said they don't have a Hispanic. They do, but they're, it's completely separate. Okay. They started Hispanic churches separate. But for, for a number of years, has served over here in Spanish ministry, desiring for them to come to Christ so that they could have eternal life yeah. with their creator and father. And some idiot would have the gall to say that that person is a racist because of their job. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. No, it it does not make sense, and it's it's for for Christians to 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 have that kind of point of view is unbiblical. Yeah, um, I mean, and and in the end, you have to take the stand. Is is my stance toward Christ greater than my stance toward my job? So, hey, I've chosen to do that, and I've have I've never had problems with that. My organization is very yeah. I mean, <clears throat> but. Um, you know, it's just what it is. What it is. It is. It is. What it is. What it is. No wise words have ever been spoken. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I'm happy to do it, and I only got a couple more years. Maybe my wife keeps telling me, "No, you got to keep going." The way things are going right now, I might retire. I, I can retire two and a half years. You, uh, if it does, I'll hopefully come back up here. I'd love to see you walking around with an M4 and a, not, not a stroller, a walker. A walker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, well, that'd be funny. Well, Curry, uh, we love you, brother, and we appreciate you joining us on the- Fist uh, bump, right here, the co- co- uh, COVID-19 bump, I call it. <laughs> COVID-19. <laughs> um, we appreciate you joining us for the Thanks last for two episodes. Um, I, to be honest, in, in a lot of ways- I've known you for years, and and I've got to know some things about I know, you that, it, it, that we just ain't never really talked about. Yeah, and uh, <clears throat> so it's been enjoyable. Uh, Thanks for having me. Yeah, it was really revealing. Yeah, revealing. This is revealing. You don't remember telling me that one time, yeah. <laughs> do you? Uh-oh, what happened? I, I not on the podcast. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, 
There again, you can join us on Facebook at Bigfoot Revival Facebook. Yeah, join the conversation. If there's not one, start one. Please comment and Um, uh, message us on Facebook Messenger on our Bigfoot Revival. We've had a couple of you guys doing that. And and if you think we're a bunch of racists, shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Um, There again, Instagram. Um, We're going to try. We're we're trying. We're trying. Uh, We are by no means, you know. This is this is a pain for anything. <laughs> how's and how's Instagram going? Pretty good. Um, you don't get the comments yeah. on Instagram, so mm-hmm. we we want to keep on putting pictures up there, but it doesn't have that interaction. But where yeah, are these so. thousand listens on Spotify? I guess across the board. Oh, okay. across the board. Excellent. So, Excellent. Um, once we get done with this, I'll 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 look at it and see what the breakdown is. Listen, when I heard y'all the first time, I thought, ah, what are these guys doing? And when I listened, I thought, man, this is so refreshing. Just good old boys just talking about the gospel and present day events. Well, that's, that's awesome. I like there are still it. a ton of people going, Oh my gosh, what are these guys doing? <laughs> <laughs> we have our critics too, and we what? pray for them. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> the world's going to hell in a handbasket. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. Uh, you mind closing us out? Yep. Guys, till next time, remember, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but one of power, love, and sound judgment. Christian, go live it. Deuces. We out.